Happy New Year, episode 109, Kenneth Pugmire. Welcome to the Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless, tracking down the finest alpha minds on the planet for you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Do the little guy a favor, subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. Check out this fantastic podcast. If you want to take it to another level, the Alpha Ultimatum, my mentoring and coaching for men worldwide who know they are capable of way more. Go to adamlewiswalker.com, click get involved, claim a limited strategy session with me. Don't delay though, these are limited. Obviously there's only one of me and I'm talking to all of you personally. So get in there. We start mid-January, so you need to get your allocation in now so I can talk to you before the start. Get to the podcast. Okay, guys, we have a brilliant one for you today. It's all about branding or fading away into the distance. My, I have Kenneth Pugmire with me today. He basically creates celebrities. His website and his company is Social Celebrity Branding, where he does elite personal branding. Um, it's more than just creating a fancy Facebook cover or a lovely website, which we're going to talk more and more about. He really helps his clients, you know, become the authority in their niche. And uh, he's worked with a lot of the people I've featured on here before, Todd Gaster, Brian Horn, Jack Mize, uh, the list goes on and on, Garrett J. White. So firstly, it seemed like a short bio, but we just want to get straight into it, guys. So Kenneth, are you ready to awaken your alpha? Hello, hello. Oh, I lost you. How I... <laughs> Oh, man. Lost you. I don't believe it. Hey, buddy. So sorry about that. <laughs> That's okay, man. That was awesome. I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I might have to leave something. That's so funny. I just did the little, the little bio. I was lo- looking on your website. Dude, that was a great introduction. I hope you can, I hope you can do that again. <laughs> was, I was like, uh, you ready to wake in your mouth? I was like, Kenneth, Ken. <laughs> I looked on there and I was like. Uh, I was like, it? whoa, man. I'm not just a branding guy. I'm a. Oh, darn it. <laughs> I felt like in their movies, like in American Pie, when he's like looking side of, or looking forwards and chatting to his friend at a party and then just eventually looks sideways and he's just like, uh, Jim, Jim? He's just left hanging. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> what happened to you, man? Dude, I hit the FaceTime button. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> Quality. So apart from uh, hit the wrong button, are you ready to awaken your alpha? Yes, sir. I thought you'd gone again. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, so that was quite a brief intro, minus the little interruption. Um, but so, as I say, on Facebook, you know, you've got, it's all about your clients, really. That's why we, we were talking about before. You, you don't really have a bio out there to sort of reel off what exactly you do, because it's, I love the fact that it's all about your clients, your client success, all the work that you've done for your clients. It looks brilliant. Uh, but is there anything you'd like to add? You know, I wish I could make myself sound all James Bond. I really, um, I'm an artist and uh, I, you know, I position people. And so I spend a lot of time, uh, you know, sketching, drawing, um, you know, researching uh, my clients, uh, just researching designs, you know. Um, you know, if you want to know what I really spend my time doing, uh, is reading, reading design books, going out to different stores, and, you know, department stores, dollar stores. You know, looking at designs, looking at how products are positioned. Um, you know, once in a while, sneak out, play around the golf, uh, listen to a little jazz. But uh, you know, when I'm, you know, not oh, never far from a pen and paper. Quality, mate. I I really like the sound of what you do because back in the day, all, the two things I wanted to be growing up was uh, a graphic designer or a PE teacher. 
So, I mean, I just, I just love, and I loved any, doing any kind of this sort of design work. I mean, what, we want to really find out the origin story, like where are you originally from? What did you want to be when you was growing up? And how did you get to this point of working with such quality individuals and, you know, really making the most out of your, your clear, your design skills? Okay, yeah. So, um, I'll say I'm really, really lucky in that I decided I was going to be a designer um, you know, probably around the age of eight or nine. Um, my mom actually uh, is a really talented artist, and she introduced me, you know, to sketching. Um, you know, just really, you know, a little bit of technique, um, and she she got me into typography. And so I started playing with different font faces, and and you know, back then I didn't have a computer, so it was all sketching. Uh, so I learned a lot about uh, typefaces. I learned a lot about logo design. Yeah. Uh, she would use these, you know, little tasks to, to just to draw logos and, and come up with maybe a fake name or something, a concept and work it into a logo. So I, I was really lucky that I found what I love to do uh, pretty much instantly. I didn't have to really go on a soul search for that. Um, I always knew that I wanted to design products and branding and stuff. So uh, I, I really got lucky. Uh, I posted some of my work on Facebook five or six years ago and a guy from Germany reached out to me, and I was this, you know, kid in in Oregon, living in a you know little, uh, you know, house in the mountains, um, just you know, fresh off a new internet connection, and you know, before I knew it, I had a, a client, and it it was one of those things that just it was lucky. I almost didn't create a Facebook page because you know my friends were always telling me you gotta get a Facebook, this new thing, it's so cool, and I resisted. I was like, no, you know, there's no reason for it, and uh, I'm having so much fun. <laughs> Uh, without it, and uh, I'm eternally grateful for uh, Mark Zuckerberg for creating uh, just a massive amount of value of being connected, you know, you and I, um, with that. So, you know, my story is, you know, kind of unique, kind of, um, you know, a little bit uh, lacking of, of suspense in the fact that I, I was able to find <laughs> no, but we find like, the uh, the passionate career so easily. Every sort of everyone's different coming to it. Generally, seems the hard bit is trying to find the path, and so it's. It's brilliant, you know, to get the variation because a lot of people do struggle to find exactly what they want to do. So the fact that I think one of the keys to your success is obviously the fact that you were quite clear and you found what you what you wanted to do as your passion early on. So that's absolutely brilliant. Um, I mean, along this journey, then you've you've obviously had support and like you said, you had a little bit little bit of well, I wouldn't actually call it luck. You put yourself out there, but you've had support. This is our Yoda question: Who helped awaken your alpha along the way? Was there any? key figures whether they be in business or in in design or or just in life when it springs to mind or oh yeah unbelievably blessed with that in that uh, area actually some of my first clients were the ones that really helped me get going uh, a gal by the name of sherry rose is an amazing lady if you know her um she she kind of knows everybody in the industry and <laughs> About uh, probably 2008, 2009, I started I started branding some stuff for her and doing doing a lot of her products, uh, the design and, and the uh, the actual direct response design for her launches. And you know she she loved the work and she was an incredibly gracious client. You know I was actually still learning and you know so she was patient and we went through a lot of revisions together and it was it was a fun process. And um, she ended up introducing me to a lot of people. Um, and giving me a lot of good advice, uh, teaching me about, you know, just kind of how to manage a project. Um, and then a, a friend of mine, a guy named Travis Skins, are a really cool um, kind of multidimensional guy. He's you know, really good at art programming, pretty much one of those guys that's good at anything 
uh, computer-wise, he he was working on big projects. He was yeah. working on you know companies Rolex and stuff. And I was 19, and he he just said, "Hey, man, you know, I'm moving to to San Diego, California." And uh, we had met through a mutual friend, and he's like, "You know, I'm I'm going to start my graphic design business full time, and I need a roommate." So he's like, "Dude, you want to come down?" Wow. And I, you know, never really left Oregon besides a couple of wayward trips out, you know, out of the country and stuff. Yeah. But you know, in my, you know, youthful ignorance, I said, heck yeah. And uh, it turned out to be a really good opportunity. I went out there and, you know, he taught me the ropes and, you know, I was good at getting clients. So I'd, you know, bring us some clients and he would, you know, help me do the work. Um, So for about two years, we, you know, kind of got on the uh, hamster wheel and just worked, worked, worked. And, you know, through that time, I built a really good, uh, a really good clientele. But man, I had so many people that just kind of came out of the woodwork and, and saw that uh, I, you know, had a little bit of a gift for design and said, hey, you know, um, I know some people that need your help or whatever like that. So I've been, really? I've been really lucky. Would you say, I mean, without putting it in a box, we have our question about what was the awakening type moment? Because obviously you, you had your moment very early on when you decided what you, you clearly what were you wanting to do. But when you sort of got that offer and made that big move, obviously that's, as a 19 year old, that's, that's, you've got to take some guts to get move out down there. Was, it, was that like an awakening type moment? Oh, yes. Uh, well, the, the circumstances surrounding that were my parents, uh, they'd kind of seen me um, flounder for a couple of years. I had taken some risks earlier on, uh, dropped out of a private school, uh, went to start a business. Um, you know, always very entrepreneurial. But, you know, the things didn't work out. I came home, I got depressed. And uh, <laughs> that doesn't always doesn't always you know work well because you can kind of get in a rut real easily. So yeah. they said, look, you know, you have a month. And you need to move. You need to get out of here. Um, we know you can do it. You you need to figure it out. And you know, I'd kind of been playing with this design thing, and you know, I could say work with a few clients that hadn't taken it very seriously. Um, and so it was right at that time when they told me you you need to move out that um, that I met my friend, and we ended up you know moving to California. And and that was that was the uh, you know one of those opportunities people say um, you know that successful people succeed because they have to um that was that was the situation and if they wouldn't have done that if they wouldn't have put the pressure on me i'd probably still be a starving artist i was gonna say you probably yeah probably still still be at home i know you're at home now but that's back you're back for the holidays and uh that's in oregon yeah exactly yeah sounds very nice i know it's all it's all lovely up there i just interviewed another person actually um anna prosser robinson who's actually miss miss oregon 2000 and 2011 who's back in Oregon for oh, the really? Yeah, so her interview's coming out Wednesday actually. So um yeah, so yeah. a local would like yourself. So but that's a that's a really good one as well. So and she was talking about how beautiful it is up there. It's crazy. I'm actually uh, I'm sitting on my parents we we sit on a little bit of a mountain about 5000 feet and I'm sitting on the front porch and the entire like about 180 degree view is the Cascade Mountains. Oh, and uh, so we we have you know the hills and the mountains and in the background we have Mount Jefferson sticking up and in front of it there's smith rocks with these cliffs and there's just oh. this beautiful array of like cliffs and then more rocks and cliffs and yeah, hills and then, this, uh, this had to be one of the interviews where i'm not actually we're not doing it by video <laughs> like, i've seen so I many people, i've been in so many people's bedrooms and living rooms and stuff and then <laughs> a backdrop like that that sounds awesome i'll Wait. send you a picture yeah, uh, yeah, I put that on Facebook. But yeah, I did one where the guy said, oh, I've got not a bad view. And he spun his laptop around. He goes, wait a minute, in the middle of the interview, you've got to see this. He spun it around, and it was the sunset over um, Sydney Harbour Bridge. It was absolutely awesome. Oh, my God. Yeah, beautiful. 
Well, we're just going to move on a little bit now. We're going to shake things up a little bit. This is the yin-yang round, just to find out a little bit more about you and what makes you tick, and just go with your gut on this, and we'll see where it takes us. Okay. Okay. we start off nice and simple. Night or day? Early morning or late night? Late night. Sweet <laughs> or savoury? Mmm, savoury. Video or photo? Photo. Schwarzenegger? Or Stallone? Schwarzenegger. Good stuff. Dinner out or dinner in? Oh, that's tough. Dinner out. Okay. Um, and I think this is going to be a bit obvious, but you never know. San Francisco or San Diego? San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure. You should never assume, but I thought it'd be that one. If you had to work with them, Obama or David Cameron, if you had to brand them? Obama. Yeah, what it might be, yeah. America's slightly bigger than Great Britain as well, so <laughs> definitely, go, go <laughs> as well, just a little bit. And I think we're gonna, we're gonna do a few of these little face-offs because I'm interested to see who you'd work with. Okay, if you had to work with Tony Robbins or Richard Branson? Wow, that's yeah. an awesome option. Yeah, the, if, number I one. Have to you, say Richard You're Richard Branson. Okay, well, this is the complete blank around then. We'll move on. And again, you just got to finish my sentence and we'll find out a little bit more about you and the man behind the celebrity branding. Your best friend would describe you as ambitious. I like that one. If I was ever to visit Oregon, I should. I would say you probably want to hike Smith Rocks. Hmm. Is it just a huge rock? <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's like this huge kind of, um, I'm looking at it right now, actually. It's probably 20 miles from me. And it's, it's this beautiful, this kind of like rocky cascade formation on the side of a big hill on a small mountain. And it's, it's the most gorgeous view. You have the you know, river down, you know, down. It's, it's like a mini Grand Canyon, but it's one-sided. And it's just beautiful. Nice. The number one mistake people make when it comes to branding themselves is? Overthinking. It's a good job you got that answer out quick. You didn't want to overthink that. And your favorite movie of all time is? The Italian Job. You know <laughs> what? I like the new one because I'm a huge Donald Sutherland fan. <laughs> I was going to say. so awesome in that. Everyone, everyone in England is always about the original because obviously we, we grew, the, it's the sort of film that's always, especially around Christmas, it's, like, it's always on TV. It's a classic. But uh, yeah, the new one is good as well. I like Mark Wahlberg, actually. I'm a big Wahlberg fan. So he's, he's crazy, yeah. Pretty much to the alpha round. So this is where we're going to give us, well, you're going to give us some more advice, any tools, tricks, and resources. And we like to start that off with a bit of a book recommendation. Or two. Yeah, um... I think everyone in business should really have an understanding of design and it's not optional. You need to understand design, especially in today's uh, market. You know, companies like Apple have come out and literally set a standard for uh, product design and package design advertising that is so high yeah. and it's been adopted by not just a luxury niche market, but these are, these are high end luxury products that are being adopted by the average user, the average consumer. Um, so understanding that design and the philosophies around it are really important to understand if you want to build a lasting 
business is positioned powerfully. Um, there's two books I'd recommend. One on the philosophical side is called Luxury Strategy, and I, I can't think of the the uh, the author. I could you know link it to you later for okay. the viewers so you guys can check it out. Um, but it's like a, if you just type it in Amazon, it's like a red book with white lettering. You can't miss it. Luxury Strategy, and then from a design standpoint, you know, there's really one designer that I think that's always stood out as the the master of multiple practices, whether it's copy formatting to typography design, which is, you know, branding and logos yeah. to just a great image work. And that is Massimo Vignali. Uh, he's an Italian designer. Um, you know, many people have heard of him. He has a book called the Vignali Canon. And that's basically his short um, philosophy on design. Anything by Massimo Vignali uh, definitely worth checking out. But we mentioned there in the complete blank around, you know, a key mistake people make when it comes to branding is overthinking it. I was just wondering if you could like, you know, elaborate on what you meant by that. Obviously we understand what overthinking is, but can you almost tell us the flip side of what they should do and like some key tips to getting a good brand or strong brand? Sure. Um, know your values, know what your brand stands for, know who your ideal client is. Um, yeah. Every brand should exclude people uh, because you're not trying, you know, the, the game of attraction is about, um, you know, being selective, about being precise in who you're targeting. So, you know, know your clientele. If you're selling, selling like a luxury automobile, you know, that's a very different type of brand than if you want to sell a mass, you know, marketable automobile like a Chevrolet or a Ford. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I love a lot of different brands and like a lot of different cars, but if I'm, you know, out shopping for a luxury car, um, you know, there's going to be uh, Mercedes, Rolls Royce, um, Jaguar, these companies, and a very luxurious brand feel, um, sharp metallic look to it. So yeah. know, know who your client is because that's who you want to design for. Um, and then don't overthink well, instead of saying what not to do, I'm going to say what you should do. What you should really do is keep it simple. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are looking for huge taglines and a message. Your brand message should be two to five words. Yeah. But your imagery should be able to speak your message much louder because that's what the branding is for. The branding is for recognition. The branding is for that instant credibility. Um, you want people to feel your brand, to imagine your brand, uh, to identify with your brand without having to read copy. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of the first things that come up to mind. Brilliant. Are there any resources that you could recommend that are either free or paid or you just think are really useful and maybe people aren't aware of them when it comes to branding or just helps you in life? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. There's a book called Marks of Excellence. It's by Fidon. Fidon makes excellent design books. Um, I think it's like 40, 50 bucks on Amazon. That's called like the Marks of Excellence. You want to get the uh, updated edition. Um, and that has some of the best brand work from the last 50, 60 years. And, you know, to really, is it, is it business owners out there, entrepreneurs, coaches, anybody who's in business and selling, uh, you know, grab that book because you want to really learn a little bit about how visual cues impact people and how trust is built using visual signs. And one of the cool things about that book, it breaks down the difference between a logo mark or a trademark, um, a seal, an insignia, or a crest. 
And yeah. depending on the type of business you're in, you might want a different one. Um, it, it gives you a distinction. It's incredibly powerful book. Cool. Have you got anything? I'm thinking more for the actual creation of, obviously that's an example, any creation of design or just something you use to help you keep you productive. Yeah. Well, so Photoshop's always kind of the, the, uh, the golden resource. That's where all the magic happens, the visual <laughs> stuff. Um, I use some proprietary software to uh, help give my clients a more symmetrical look. Yeah. Um, uh, so I do that. Um, you know, any designers out there listening, you know, pick up one of those Wacom tablets, the pen and tablet, you know, cause you could take your client's face, you could blow it up on a big monitor and you can detail it. You can sharpen the eyebrows, you can edge to the face, you can add some sculpting um, to their, their face, add a shadow into their chin to, to uh, elongate and to strengthen their jawline. If you want to design your own logo or if you want your designer to see what you want, start on paper. Yeah. You can do a lot more on paper. No, I, I, I remember, yeah, obviously it's a lot similar. Some, I think some, some my logo that I use for Awakening Your that I definitely think I want to redo. But yeah, that was literally, I just sketched that out on literally on a, on a napkin pretty much. And then uh, took a quick photo on my phone. Because again, save, explain it. Took a quick photo on my phone and just send it straight off, keeping it close to what you really want. They just obviously make it look a lot more professional. than Exactly. <laughs> yeah, because if you try to design something digitally, like it kind of constrains you because you have all these yeah. tools and stuff. And so people, people have started to design in the last 10 or 15 years based on tools and not really uh, design or real artwork. And I think it's really awesome if you can start with a pen and paper, yeah. actually create what you want, because you can just freely draw yeah, keep, and keep then you well, take it and say, okay. Yeah, you want to keep well away and then it keeps it really away from the clip art look because <laughs> if you, yeah, any design that has that, any kind of like, I know some old stock images even in there all just resemble some of that. I just, I can't, oh, I hate that. <laughs> I hate that. I feel you there. Who do you think I should interview next or very soon? So we're looking for a couple of recommendations. Usually, I mean, if uh, obviously a man or someone in your network who springs to mind is a bit of an alpha, you think would be good for the show. Anyone spring to mind? Have you, have you interviewed Nick Lucas? Yes. I'm staring at him right now. He's right in the middle of your, uh, your Facebook cover. And he was our episode number four. Five, I think, and uh, is I'm doing the rundown of our top sort of top twelve uh, interviews of 2014, and he's he's in there. I'm not going to say which number yet, but it's, I'm doing the countdown. But no, it was a brilliant interview. I, I really enjoy speaking to him. Um, have you done Brian Horn yet? Yeah, I've done Brian Horn. <laughs> oh my gosh, you've got all my buddies. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Um, you know, Kevin Nations. If you haven't had him on yet, he is awesome. He was good. I, he was episode 50. <laughs> <laughs> I've wanted to get you on for ages, but um, as I say, I've managed to get a load of your buddies on there. Is there, is there, is there a particular, is there a woman who springs to mind? Yeah, uh, Victoria Gibson is, have, have you interviewed her? No, I haven't. No, I say the list of um, alpha women I've interviewed is a lot less. I think we've had maybe at about 10 over the sort of 100 episodes. So who's, what does Victoria get up to? She is really good at Facebook ads. Okay, that oh, that would be a really useful interview if we yeah to get on here. And she is in Australia. Oh, so it sounds like we have a lot of future in common in Australia. So, you know, she would definitely be a good a good guest for you. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, if you can if you can help connect us, that'd be awesome. Um, and then I suppose an, thing, an unreachable, so someone that you think would be awesome for the show, and you think potentially, not saying I can't do it, but you think it would be a tough one to get. Man, I think you should get Richard on. 
Oh, Branson. Branson. <laughs> we said Richard. Oh, my mate Richard. <laughs> no, oh, actually, a little story. I don't know. I don't know if anyone knew this, but um, I was tracking him because obviously he did. I think it was the Virgins' their thirtieth anniversary, Gatwick Airport, and someone I know, a couple of people I know, work for Virgin Air, uh, Airlines, and they they I, I saw him at the gym, a guy, and he was like, he knew I was like interviewing people. And he tipped me off that Richard Branson was coming to see like all the workers like on a Monday morning or something like that. So uh, he put me out. I was sort of on a red alert. So I went and knew the rough time. And then I went to the airport and he said, oh, he's coming to see us at the offices. Then he's going on to the airport. It's all like unannounced. And like there shouldn't be that many people at the airport. And he said, oh, do you want to come here? And I said, well, I'll leave you, you workers. If he's definitely come to the airport. He said, yep. So I was like back and forth with him. And he was like telling me what car he's in and where he is and stuff. And then just when he was leaving, the guy rung me up and said, ah, oh, he's changed his schedule. He's, um, he's not, he's going straight up to London. He's got a meeting in London now. He's not going to the airport. And, uh, and I was like, well, how long? Cause I was literally about five minutes from where their offices. And I said, well, okay, I've got time to shoot over in a taxi. He's like, he's literally leaving now. So I was absolutely gutted. And then, uh, later that night I was watching like, uh, today at Wimbledon, the tennis uh, championships. I saw, I saw his business meeting. He was in, uh, he was in on center court watching the tennis. <laughs> yeah. He's an absolute rock star. Yeah. I say he's yeah he's in this neck of the woods some of the time but yeah no that would be a brilliant one so uh, I definitely yeah I wouldn't say it's unreachable I'm gonna yeah I want to get him on it definitely what is the one question you thought I was gonna ask or you wished I'd ask and I've missed a trick here I really haven't sort of gotten the good stuff or the golden nuggets out of you when it comes to branding I would encourage people to start imagining and thinking about their brand as something that really could live um, for them and outside of them. Uh, and grow uh, and what they want it to be. Uh, you know, we, we have this opportunity today as people um, and businesses as well, which, you know, we've had for quite a while, but as, as individuals, the, the, the kind of the dawning age of the individual brand is here. It's really just beginning. And as time goes on, we're going to see more personality brands then we are going to see major corporate brands because corporate brands take quite a while to establish. Um, but people can establish themselves a brand in, in six months or a year or two years. And we're seeing that happen. So I would inspire people to look at, at their brand and, and to see themselves as a brand um, and, and start to design that consciously. Cause it's an asset that if you start building today, uh, is going to serve you for a long, long time, and you can leave a bigger, you know, lasting impact than if people don't know you. So um, that that'd be an encouragement that I have. I don't know if I have any any questions necessarily. No, uh, mate, that sound that was a perfect way. You know, just want to think, drive home the point. For my last sort of question, I just want to say thank you so much for coming on tonight, and it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, and we'd like to finish the show tonight with like your life quote or your alpha quote what a quote that you really resonates to you are there any that spring to mind yeah um I, and i think i'm i'm right on this it could be a little bit longer but it's basically live like you're gonna die tomorrow and that was uh james dean um, yeah you know because you know you never know how long you're gonna be here so really go for it follow your dreams another quote that actually kind of matches that uh my friend armando uh, montalongo said um Live like you're going to die tomorrow, but plan like you're going to live 100 years. Quality. Well, thank you so much, Kenneth. It's been a pleasure. Dude, awesome show. I love the format. That's so cool. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, I do. You definitely have the best show. I've, I've been on quite a few, but that was fun. And it just flew by.
Yeah, real quick. I mean, we were yeah, we're almost forty minutes now. So uh, that's that's that's, that's oh, good. Seriously? Yes, <laughs> that's why I was looking at it thinking, because <laughs> I, I feel like I'm just you know just getting going, getting warmed up. I'm like, whoa, I better you know wrap this up because I've done that before. Is where I've just sort of gone, ah, I'm just enjoying talking so much, and then I've got like an hour to edit down to half now, which is which is horrible because again, if I've talked that long or we've been on that long, it means I was really enjoying it. So it's it's not even it's hard to cut out good stuff if you know what I mean. So. Tricky, <laughs> for sure, for sure. But um, cool, man. Well, I, I'll let you go. I, I'd say I'm, I'm glad to talk to you because I'm watching your stuff. I'm a fan, man. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Honor. Check out this fantastic podcast. Do the little guy a favor. Subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. I just want to take the time, guys, to thank you so much for listening over the past year been an absolute pleasure thanks going out to all the alphas who've been featured male and female the men and women i study are the ones that are, you know are known for great work ethic great success in either the body belief balance um so it's uh, and it really is a science so i mean thank you so much for listening if you want to have someone in your corner taking you through and making you more accountable more consistent showing you the most efficient and proven ways to get the best body you you can achieve and the best mindset you can achieve uh, and just strengthen your mind strengthen your body which will ultimately lead to strengthening your bank account your goals and any success you want for 2015 if that sounds something that interests you i mean at this stage all you need to do jump on the links i've talked about many times adamlewiswalker.com Go fill in the form so I can find out a little bit more about you. And then we'll just jump on a call, have a talk. we have a strategy session, talk it through. If it's something that looks good to both of us and we know we can help each other out, we know we're a match to work with, then we just we just move forward and there'll be no stopping us. So if this resonates with you, if you're listening to this, if you're the right person and I'm the right person for you, let's just have a talk and then we'll go from there. But I look forward to helping you, even through just this podcast or for working with you one-to-one in uh, and helping you achieve your dreams and your goals. All right, man. I'll speak to you very soon. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless. Go to adamlewiswalker.com, click get involved, and you have the application form right there.